We are Jack, a weekly podcast with the responsibility to show you, our audience, what is possible beyond bitching, complaining, and tolerating an ordinary life. Warning, you may be required to do something about it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to Everything and Jack. My name is Jean-Marie Ayres. I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. And I'm Dr. Carrie Skirtlaw. And this is the podcast where we talk about everything. And absolutely nothing. So I'm just going to dive right into the question. What do you, what do you think? Should we just dive Let's right in? Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's just find out what, what Jesse... So Jesse, thanks for submitting your question from Jesse from Illinois. And the question is, I don't know what kind of party she was at, but she is asking the question, what are we avoiding? Mm. I just I just had this image. Thanks, (laughs) Jesse. Like I had this image like she was avoiding someone at the party and she was hiding out in the bathroom. Right. I have done that many a time. Mm-hmm. I stay in the bathroom long enough until someone does this. <laughs> or they leave. Maybe they'll leave. Oh, maybe they leave. <laughs> maybe they leave. But what are we avoiding? What are we avoiding? Sex. Oh. Really? Sex. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. it is such hard work, ladies, isn't it's it? It's a chore. Yeah. It's a chore. <laughs> okay, so I got to ask, is that like something that comes with age? Like, did it not used to be a chore, but now it is a chore? Well, it was never a chore. When I was married before, husband before, definitely a chore because it was never about me, right? It was always about him. And any request that I had sounded like a complaint, right? And then currently, it's just because of what I'm working on, what I'm doing, and my mind is so focused on projects that excite me and, you know, having long eyelashes leer out at me is just not as appealing. So I'm like, okay, and I do all of these things to avoid until he sleeps. It's when you said avoid, I just went, yeah, it's not just a chore, but it just, it seems to take up other time that I could be spending somewhere else. (laughs) I want to stay with my projects right now, right? I I just want to (laughs) finish that chapter in the book that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. And now this is a complete interruption. I, I have no idea if it's age, Amy, or I have no idea. But No, I don't think so, because it's not like I don't like sex. It's just where Well, no, it because is. you've talked so much about how much you do like sex with Mike. Exactly. So then I'm like, when you said this, I'm like, whoa, what happened here? <laughs> right. I got busy doing something else <laughs> that I like better currently, right? You know, and, and I'm saying that jokingly. It's There really is no comparison, but... It's like there's the sex and then the aftermath of sex where typically I just feel like my hard drive has been wiped out. takes too long for me to boot back up. (laughs) You know, my brain is like kind of what was I doing before this kind of space. And so I've got this momentum right now in business and I've been very protective of it. So 
That's what I'm avoiding. Dr. Carey, I had no idea that was going to come out of your thoughts. Yeah, I, I missed had, that one. But I'm thinking she was going to say something about, you know, what am I avoiding? Leadership. I'm avoiding all this. Telling the truth, you yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> getting straight. Oh, sex. I'm well, definitely avoiding telling the truth about <sighs> sex. Yeah, yeah. You hear that, listeners? It is surprising Amy and Jean-Marie, because I I have always been like emphasizing how important it is for couples to have frequent intimacy. It really is medicinal, you know, and it helps to keep us alive. It helps to keep our brains functioning very well. But it's just not a priority right now. And I've been avoiding it. And also, I put that out there because I know from talking to other women how much work they put into avoiding it, maybe for other reasons. Um, but that was the first thing that came up and I decided to just let it out. Oh, well, thank you very much. Well, thanks mm-hmm. for just Absolutely. diving right into what are we avoiding? And, you know, sometimes I like to ask, if, well, that may be the surface, but what else are we avoiding? Like I'm thinking maybe intimacy or what, 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 and I'm asking myself, even when I'm avoiding sex, what am I actually avoiding? Exactly. It, you know, I, I do think, oh, it is a bit of work. It does take a bit of my brain power. And I'd rather right. be like reorganizing the furniture in my house sometimes. Right. You know, that, <laughs> and I do think about that sometimes. I think, I yeah. wonder where that sofa should go. It just, just doesn't seem to go. You're, you're, anyway, Amy, Amy, what are you avoiding? Uh, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about it. And what I'm avoiding is putting me first. Like, mm. And I'm not talking about like, okay, I need some quiet time and, you know, hey, I'm a mom and and whatnot. No, I'm actually talking about like Amy's life being about Amy and not about the kids or the business or the dog. And I'm avoiding actually looking at like, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? I'm at the point now where I'm an empty nester in my own house and I'm still avoiding the question of what do I want to do for the rest of my life? And I'm not consciously, like I'm actually avoiding looking at what I want to do for the rest of my life and what brings me happiness. I find things to keep me happy right now, but does that bring me happiness long term? And do I like it because somebody else does it? I don't know. I'm actually really avoiding evaluating my own life. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested what part of it are you avoiding? Because I'm sure at every level we are all avoiding something. Like we're avoiding talking to somebody because it might be confrontive or avoiding. Like there's a lot of things that we could be avoiding. Like there, there are things I don't want to do. I definitely avoid them. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it, it, it took me, I mean, it, it could be the smallest thing. I, I avoid the dishes because it's not a particularly interesting and exciting job. Even just putting it into the dishwasher. I don't know what they did 20, 30 years ago without dishwashers, but I avoid it. And then I have to finally at least take avoiding making bags. You know, there are the little things yeah. too, not just the big things. Yeah. Why did it take me so long to call Helena to go and pick up this very long dress that she was fixing the zip on? I think it took me three months to go and get this dress from from the you know the local alteration person. Yeah. And, now, why would I avoid something so simple? It seemed. And then eventually I went, come on, you just come on. Like I had to really like, come on, you can do it. You know, like, <laughs> 
get out there and get that dress. But there is something attached to the dress, right? Like there's some aspect that's attached to it. But every time I saw a name, I went, oh, not today. I don't feel like going picking it up. But I'm thinking like, why do we avoid some of these even minimal tasks? Well, there's the requirement of movement. Is what I look at first, right? Uh, that, that, oh, that's a good one, right there. There's a requirement of just some, like, uh, not, yeah, that's great, Dr. Kerry. I love it. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then if I move, then there is the encounter with the other person. You know, if, if I have to hop in my car, run to the store, and just grab something, and I don't have to interact with anyone, then guess what? I'm, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to jump in the car head over to the store, get what I need and come back. But the moment you said that, Jean-Marie, I started noticing if I have to pick something up or even like back to sex, there is an engagement, a conversation, a place I have to bring myself mentally to engage with the other person. And that's what I'm avoiding. If you're going to pick up a dress, is it going to be as simple as like, I came to get the dress, here's the payment or whatever the deal is, and then you're out. Or do you have to fellowship, right? You know, and I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, no, no, and I'm th- I'm thinking for myself really what what took so long, and and this is for our listeners, and just to remind our listeners and our friends, this is a show where we're prepared and yet we're unprepared for the question. Like we right. just hope you have a great, fulfilling week, and then each week we have a question submitted to us. Dr. Carey, where where do they submit the question? I'm just going to... You submit the question to questions. Make sure you include the S. So questions at everythinginjack.com. And please stop by our website, everythinginjack.com. And you can also complete a form there and submit it. And we look forward to your questions. Like I'm thinking of this of like attachment. Like I have this stack of papers on my desk. I don't know how long it's been there. I don't want to finish them. I can find a hundred other things to do, right? But kind of like Jean-Marie's dress. Like when I look at that papers, I'm like, there has to be something attached to those papers. Like they have to signify something. Mm -hmm. And that's like what I'm actually avoiding is what comes after the papers. And Mm -hmm. then by like keeping the papers, I don't have to deal with what comes after because I always have things to do. Like, so for me, those papers represent divorce. Oh, I, we, we, I've been dying to ask you for about a year and a half now. I don't know if Dr. Carrie has, <laughs> and but and for our listeners, I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, I'm, it's like, we've right. been waiting. You have definitely right, but completing those papers then means like, mm, okay, we could actually do this now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, I don't know. Do I really so, want to? So, like, yeah. So wouldn't it be, what's the threat of, I'm glad you brought up divorce because I'm sure there's many people on this show who are listening to the show. They're avoiding divorce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not that that's the kind of show that we have, but meanwhile, I mean, I know for me, it took me forever to get divorced. I mean, it, yeah. it took something. I'm on like 10 years, so I don't oh, think it's taking you. No, you're special, special. Attorney says I'm his longest divorce client. <laughs> yeah. Well, first of all, you have a great relationship with him, right? I do. You guys. Yeah. And so it could be you're avoiding the conclusion of something that's deeper than most of us that have gone through divorce. Like you realize you're just talking to me now, Dr. Carrie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what are we avoiding? I know with me, I'm avoiding disruption to what I want to do 
what I want to accomplish. You know, just kind of stand with the sex. Look, just everything that we presented so far. Task or I'm avoiding pain. That's what it comes down to. And and pain, and I don't mean like massive suffering, but when I think about how the last couple of weeks have been with my husband going, hey, when are we going to do it? <laughs> right? I'm like, uh, after I come back from Jean Marie's. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. right? Oh, great. And, and me. Great. <laughs> I haven't seen her in weeks, Mars. <laughs> Right, exactly. Yeah, She's yeah. back from Italy. And, yeah. and you know, not nine years together and, and that has never been a conversation for us. Like that is something that really works well with us. But there is uh-huh. just this avoidance of then having to get back on track in my life and what I'm up to. Also, I can see why I'm so protective. For the first time in my life, I'm giving myself permission to do the things that are important to me. And so I could be overprotective with my avoidance, but but that's what it comes down to. I'm I'm avoiding giving up myself and what I want. Possibly, possibly. I mean, something that I'm thinking of right now is I'm avoiding losing. I would rather stay where I am than losing everything. Yes. You, you, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's fairly conceptual. But let, let's say if, if there are people who go, well, I just want a lot of money or and like you have to really work hard or you or you create a business and you and you're running this business and then you lose it. Yes. Mm-hmm. In some ways, I would rather have the failure now than have the failure later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there seems to be so much more to lose. But it's not even the the failure itself, right, that we're avoiding. I know when I discovered how much time I spent avoiding things that everyone would say to me, like, oh, you would be so good at that. And and I would go, yeah, I would, even like this podcast. But what if I'm not? Yes. Avoiding believing in yourself. Exactly. Or or having to confront that this is something I'm not good at. Yes. You know? Yes. Exactly. Yes. And and the feelings that come with that. I mean, I already have a continuous thought anytime anything goes wrong that I'm stupid. And, you know, when I tell people that they laugh because they they'll go, don't you have a Ph.D.? I do. But when you look at the birth of my academic track, I came from an academic family and, you know, everybody has degrees and this and that. My sister that's just above me, like she's class, her class valedictorian. And I remember entering into the ninth grade and a teacher looked at me and she said, aren't you Camille Walker's sister? And I go, yeah. She said, yeah, you guys look alike. She was like, she was a joy to have in class. Uh And pressure. so Mm -hmm. to avoid the feeling that I'm stupid, because I really was more interested in theater. I like doubled down and, you know, and, and just got straight A's and I was going for valedictorian and I didn't make it. I hit number two. Right. Oh, no, I, I have no relationship to like the kind of academia that you went through. Like that yeah. that definitely didn't even enter my head. You know, being yeah. a class clown was as good as it could get. But 
I was that too. Yeah, but okay, good. (laughs) But there's something about if you actually have to play, there's a bigger chance of, you know, I'm going to mention that word losing than actually not trying at all. Right. Yeah. Right. Isn't it? So that, so, yes. So if it's better to not do homework than actually get straight A's. And then have to, because we've talked about this before, like you have to sustain your great A's. Yeah. That sometimes there's that feeling like if you're if straight A's or 10 out of 10, you now have to sustain the 10 out of 10. And there are, whoever these people are, the they's, the they people, mm-hmm. are watching you like a hawk to, yes. to fall off that pedestal. Mm-hmm. So isn't yeah. it better to be under the radar isn't right. it better not to write a book? Right. Isn't it better just, just not to do the podcast? Out. Yeah, just exactly. don't do it. Oh, you know what? I'm Netflix. I can hear yeah. Amy. I can see. So, you're about yeah, to, I was just yeah. I was thinking and I'm like, God, I'm avoiding being better than what I am today. Mm-hmm. Like this is good enough. Like I'm fairly successful. I have a good group of friends, but I'm avoiding the amount of work that it takes. Ugh. To get yes. to the next level, yes, right? And work. we all kind of look at that next level. And we're like, oh, that's a lot. And my life yeah. is pretty great right. right now. You know, like this is kind of easy street. And I'm like, wow, I'm actually avoiding being a better person and going for it and possibly being happier, but you don't necessarily know. So then it's like you're putting in all this work for possibly nothing. You might get mm-hmm. it and not even be something that you really want. Right. But I can mm-hmm. really relate to the work aspect. No, this, yeah. you have to do so, even to get more friends than the ones you have. Like, yeah. no, I'm yeah. good with my three. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like, don't, don't push the envelope. I don't want another friend because now I've got to go to more places. I got to remember more birthdays. Exactly. Like, <laughs> more friends. This is, you know, right. listeners, we call you friends. We just don't want any more. But then it's like, wow. Okay. But then I want to have big parties and I want to have lots of friends, but I don't yeah. really want to be with them. Like, but I just I really don't want to do the work to get them, <laughs> you know, because it takes right. work to ha- hang out with people and to, it does. doesn't it? Oh, mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Once I get myself there, I always have a great time. You know, it's like, I'm like, oh, really? I thought that was next weekend. Okay. And then... <laughs> I think I've heard that from Carrie before. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Carrie. Like, just for the listeners, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but. Right now, for us Americans, Thanksgiving is around the corner, then there's Christmas, yeah. and then there's New Year. It always sounds great two months from now, but the mm-hmm. actual day of Thanksgiving, New oh Year's gosh. Eve parties, I'd rather stay at home. It is. Oh, too I am avoiding Thanksgiving avoiding. this year. Like, oh, I wish that was me. I am actually avoiding it. I am avoiding having the conversation about it. I have way too many people that want to spend the day with me and I'm avoiding even committing to anything regarding Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm in the same place. Like I am the one. And then it it takes like two weeks for my house to recover. Right. And because I've been looking since my birthday in October of how to get out of it, I tried to get my husband to leave town. (laughs) I've done that before. It didn't work. (laughs) Exactly. And here I am approaching the week of thanksgiving thanksgiving i haven't even gone shopping yet right yep and I'm with you. avoidance creates 
it, it creates more to deal with on the other side of it. It just does. Yeah, and we are in different roles than we were like 20, 30 years ago. True. And yes. and the other word about, I mean, we mentioned friends, we've mentioned the work, we've mentioned the, you know, the stuff that comes with Thanksgiving. You do have to clear up afterwards. But what about I'm avoiding the potential disappointment? Like I, it, it's so much easier just to be in a room, in, in a dark room, you know, watching a movie than it is to actually deal with the disappointment of how people should be, how it shouldn't have been this way. And that's something to avoid too before it happens. Because I don't yeah. do disappointment too well. Yeah. Oh, I love disappointment. I totally live in that space of disappointment and awkward and uncomfortable. That's, that's, <laughs> those are my people. But dis- disappointment? Oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm the one who like actually avoids success and who avoids saying I did that or I can do that, right? Like, I'm the one, even though I know I can do it or I did do it. I don't put myself forward. So I avoid that success, so to speak. I think as we're coming up to the last couple of minutes, there's something about when we talk about success or when you mentioned earlier, Amy, about standing up for yourself, there is something to avoid being in the limelight too. Like I cannot imagine celebrities, like they have to deal with something being constantly ogled at. Yeah constantly googled research even us when we like i, I avoid facebook i, I don't yeah. put anything on facebook yeah you do well i put a few <laughs> things a few things right. right but but i'm not necessarily how it should be with facebook because there is something like once once you've now determined that you're a loving kind person on facebook you've now got to keep it that way you, you, you know you 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 can't have you're a preaching or, to the choir Oh, there you go. But can you see, like, there is something there, like, you now become, like, the spotlight for people. I absolutely would never in a million years nominate myself to be any president or prime minister or anything in political figure, because that's an ambush right there ready to happen, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But the three of us, we're not celebrities, but we're extremely popular, right? All Mm -hmm. three of us, I've seen it. In my lunch hour, yes. (laughs) In my mind. (laughs) (laughs) And it's work to be on like that. So a lot of times what I'm avoiding is just what I think I'm going to have to do or how I'm going to have to show up in a particular environment. I don't feel like it is what I say to myself. And at the same time, like many celebrities that have been asked the question, well, if you could change anything, would you? Absolutely not. So all of the suffering is just coming from how long it took me to go ahead and just accept the fact that I'm the one in this environment that's going to make everybody laugh or I'm the social glue or whatever it is, right? That I've so been I'm going to make an interruption and, and I apologize yeah. as we're No, coming. that was it. What do we want to leave our listeners with? I mean, this to me that I do want to leave the question with our listeners. Thank you, Jesse from Illinois. But just to leave the question, right? What are you avoiding? Yeah. What are you avoiding and what is it costing you? That's what yes. I'm going to leave everybody yes. with. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Beautiful ending. Yeah. My yeah. name is Jean-Marie Ayers. I'm Amy Sullivan-Ryan. And I'm Dr. Carrie Skirla. And this is still the place where we talk about everything. And absolutely nothing. See you next week. Bye. Bye.